0: out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who Review Podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 194, The Time Monster. My name is John, and joining me every time we go on a journey to Atlantis before it is gone, oh boy, is my good friend Taylor Taylor hello,
1: hello how's it going john
0: uh it's going it's going well, it's, good you know um week is this three week three of job yes, um it's going well i am uh needing to manage my my time a little better, but um, you know, we're Six here this party
1: was a little little bit extra to cram in there
0: um. Eh, kind of
1: yeah I get it
0: I got I got through it though I mean you know we're here we did it yep um I mean my weekends are now super they're more they're more busy we'll <laughs> just get it that way because uh,
1: you're cramming in all the stuff you would have done if you weren't working yes
0: yeah, so I'm cramming exactly. uh doctor who wrestling and then um, recording two podcasts over the weekend and then on Monday it's us
1: wow john i actually have a wrestling question for you by way of echo this evening oh yes um because uh we were reading Kelvin and Hobbes, and the the term heel came up Mm. um and she was she was a little confused by it because uh it was in relation to a a basically a dog joke that uh calvin came up with and so i explained kind of like the multiple meanings of the word heel and i had mentioned that you know you in the wrestling world, you know, a, a heel is basically the villain. And she goes, does that mean the hero is called the toe?
0: <laughs> no, the hero is called the face. And this was how the it was. The face? Yes, oh, I'll have to let her know. A face. Uh, and face. it has been it has been described to me as a hero is someone that that looks you in the eye and tells you stuff. And a bad guy turns, turns their back to you and shows their heels to you.
1: Right. Basically turns heel on you
0: yes turns okay
1: okay fair yes extra good bit of knowledge
0: good week. guy is called a face there you go okay
1: i will let her know
0: it's a fun bit of knowledge any any relate any wrestling related questions <laughs> yeah. i am more than happy to to answer for you i'm sure and the family who uh i um who wanted the the john cena song on there
1: uh it also echo
0: perfect i love it i love where yes. this is going
1: that's right yes Echo got a music player for her birthday, a little little MP3 player. And I was like, let me know what songs you want on it, sweetie. We can make it happen. And one of them, she's like, I want the John Cena theme. I'm like, Okay.
0: John Cena theme is is a great it's a great song. It's a very yeah, good song. Yeah, it's
1: no, don't get me wrong. It's not a bad song.
0: Got them got them them horns in it. It does, <laughs>
1: for sure.
0: Um, so uh, we're we're talking the Time Monster this week. Uh, we will, you know, we will get to that. But we got we got some stuff we got to get through here. Um, Taylor, let's let's we did a we did a poll last week.
1: Yes, which yes, I can co-
0: I completely forgot about. Um, would well, you like
1: because I put the poll out as we
0: were recording? Oh, geez, that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Would you like to uh, to read the results? And this was uh, this was was it? Uh, A- would you rather travel with A- Adric or no?
1: Who basically who was the better companion?
0: Adric, Adric or ch-
1: or Chameleon? Yes, yeah. And um, to the five of you who voted, thank you. Yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> to the one of you who voted Chameleon, please tweet back at us and explain your reasoning. I'm very curious because you are the only one out of five to have voted chameleon. Adrick wins with 80% of the vote.
0: Adrick has had his day in the sun.
1: It's a short day. It's British sun, which means it's now raining.
0: Yes, absolutely. (laughs) So um, before we get into the Who news, Taylor, what's uh, what's making you happy this week?
1: I am glad you asked because um, I don't know if you have heard about it, John, but I think you definitely should watch it in your copious free time that you don't have. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: There is a uh, series on Netflix called Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beasts. Holy moly. Um, And it is fantastic. Um I think I've raved about it once before on the podcast um when their first season dropped um but the second season dropped on Friday and oh, we've wow. already yeah and we've already watched the entire season um and now that Echoes here we're, we're we're starting to rewatch it again um it's so well written it's got great representation of um of minorities in it um it has got just the dopest, freshest killer soundtrack to it. The music is amazing.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at some of the art here. This is this is amazing.
1: It is it is so good. Um, I highly, highly, highly recommend it.
0: All right. Okay. I will um liken's it. Um I'm seeing IO9, someone who reviewed it likened it to Shira, Gravity Falls, and Steven Universe. So all right, I'm in there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I can I can see elements of each in that. I I, I almost would want to say that the, the the uh, animation house that did it was probably in that same vein as like Shira and Voltron. They all look very similar.
0: Yeah, it's Studio Mirror, okay. Mir.
1: Okay, M I R. Mir, oh, like the space station. Yes. Which is Russian
0: for peace. They're based in Seoul, South Korea. Mm-hmm. South Korea. Um, they have done the Boondocks, Voltron. Yes, so that makes yep. sense. Okay. Uh, Legend of Korra. Okay. Um and a couple of other things. That's cool. Nice. All right. Well, I will nice. I'll, I'll yeah. add that to the to the list here.
1: Highly highly recommending it, definitely.
0: Um let's what see. What about you? I guess mine's also TV related. Uh Lauren and I have been binging um the show AP Bio. I don't know if you've heard okay. of it. Um it,
1: Only as an actual class in high school. <laughs>
0: it, it, it 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 is a television show still. It got canceled. But then um, NBC was like, wait, never mind. We'll put the third season on um, our streaming platform. Oh, okay. It is about about a disgraced Harvard philosophy uh, professor who uh, loses his job to his rival. Of course. He has to return to Ohio. He lives in his um, recently deceased mother's house. um, And he... (laughs) He is working as a teacher at a high school in advanced placement biology. Ah, okay, okay. And basically the entire first season is him trying to... He tells the kids, like, I don't want to be here. I need to get out of Toledo, Ohio. I'm not going to teach you any AP bio. If you don't tell anyone I'm not teaching you that, I will give you all A's. Wow. And he says, what we're going to do in this class... Is I'm going to get revenge on my rival, and you guys are going to help me. What? So it's pretty, and it's very funny. Um, it stars um, uh, Glenn Howerton, who is um, Dennis on "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia."
1: Okay, okay.
0: Um, also, Patton Oswalt is the uh, is the principal. Oh boy, it has a I very see. good um, ensemble cast. It's it's very funny. It's a very good huh. show. We just um, finished the second season, so we are caught up. And the third um, season is supposed to be coming out soon, I believe. All right. But uh, it's great. It's a lot of fun. Nice. So there you go. Television is making us happy this week.
1: It is, actually.
0: All right. Let's let's uh, let's get on to the Who News, shall we?
1: Yeah, definitely. Well, the uh, season 14 uh, box set, uh, Tom Baker, Season 14 box set is being re-released due to demand. And that is excellent news because the more that they have to do this kind of stuff because of demand, because people want it, the more effort they're going to put into putting more of these out and putting great stuff on them. Uh, so it was originally came out as a limited edition Blu-ray in uh, May, and it's already being re-released uh, on the 27th.
0: That's crazy. Of
1: July, uh, in the UK at least, due to unprecedented demand.
0: Wow, people really like season 14. Yeah. We've watched yeah. two things, Deadly Assassin and Hand of Fear, right?
1: Sounds about right.
0: That does sound about right. I don't think we've watched anything else. anything else from it.
1: Well, we might have to correct that.
0: Yeah, we might have to. Might have to check it off the the long list we have. More on that yes. long, more on that long list of episodes we've watched at the end of this this episode.
1: Teaser. Little, little um, teaser. So, listeners in the U.S., you've got to wait until the fourth of August. Uh, not surprisingly, to uh, get your hands on this, which honestly is not that much after july 27th so no it's really not but who knows stuff might get delayed anyway because that seems to happen yeah um well next this week um there is a big finish eighth doctor series coming up called stranded um and i've i've heard the trailer to it i've got it on my wish list it sounds really good um but there is an actress in it named rebecca root Um, She's going to be playing a character named Tanya Bell. Um, She will be a new companion to the Doctor uh, via Big Finish. She will be the Doctor's first transgender companion and the first canonically trans character in the series. Although I will say, barring Riley Silverman over on uh game of Rassilon Pod. <laughs> i'm just going to consider that canon and she's awesome and that show is awesome
0: so. well i i agreed on all on all points there <laughs> i will also say the the io9 article that you found uh actually yes. references a nerdist article in uh which riley interviews rebecca root
1: oh well look at that just circles within circles yes yes, indeed the synchronicity engine is running um so uh, this is excellent because i mean look it's i know we've been saying this for a couple of weeks now and we're going to keep saying it black lives matter absolutely trans lives matter yes um jk rowling is still trash yes um um you know what wash your damn hands keep wearing your damn masks we're we're not in a second wave we are still in the first wave and i'm just afraid now um because (laughs) cases are spiking everywhere
0: yes they are i can't imagine why
1: oh good lord don't get
0: me All all right all right
1: uh but really folks go get some cool doctor who masks and wear them yes it doesn't take much no. uh, to kick this thing in the butt. If we just wear fucking masks already, pretend to be a ninja, it's cool. Um, anyway, back to the story at hand, because this is important. Um, um, just, again, having this kind of representation. Yes.
0: This is monumental. Really
1: this is. It's huge. It's great. I would love for it to be an on-screen thing. Yeah. You know, I would love for that to be out there and and, and be seen. And, um, you know, because not, not everybody who watches Doctor Who also listens to Big Finish, they should.
0: They should, uh, yes.
1: They absolutely should. Um, but this is a start. This is something. This is great. And I'm, I was already excited for, for this series, Stranded. I'm doubly excited for it now.
0: Yeah, it should be a lot. When does it? When does this come out? Ah, this...
1: uh, but, 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 but it does not say in the article. But if I hop over to the big finish site and hopefully don't crash anything, I'm also doing uh, that. Of course, you are. Uh, June soon, very soon. Oh, uh, when more than just June, it does not say stranded.
0: Yes. Oh, the other two. It it already has uh for the four parts uh it, they're already listed that's great yes yes all right i'm putting uh, it i'm putting it in the pre-order digital it's happening right now good
1: good on it's only air. 20 bucks totally worth getting big, totally worth getting
0: big, big finish i have bought more big finish on um on air than i think i have uh <laughs> anywhere else <laughs> like on air as we as we are recording as we
1: record yep I totally get it. I totally get it, and I've, I still got a bunch to listen to. It's it's funny lately. I've really, I've needed music during the day. I have even stopped listening to as many podcasts as I listen to, just because I need some more music in my life. So, um, big finish. I will get to. I promise.
0: Yeah, man. It's it's hard because um, I'm I'm back uh, at a. You know, at a job now, and some of the stuff I do, it's been purchased. Thank you for your purchase. You're welcome. Um, and I only listen to one podcast. I actually had a question on uh, Tornado Tag that said, "What wrestling related podcasts do you listen to?" And I haven't listened to anything in months. Um, wow. Yeah. So it's basically just um, it's just last podcast on the left. That's and I'm behind on okay. that. That's so yeah. It's it's kind of hard to listen to all these podcasts but i'm trying
1: i you know what i won't lie i love last podcast on the left i even enjoy Abe lincoln's top hat that ben kissel also does
0: yeah i need to get into that
1: um but ever since they went exclusive to spotify and i'm not i'm not going to begrudge them for that um it's really hard for me to remember to go oh yeah now that i'm done listening to podcasts on my podcast app I should go look at Spotify.
0: Yeah. I actually took, I took it a step further. I deleted the other podcast apps from my, and I only listen to stuff on Spotify now.
1: See, I can't do that <laughs> because I like having stuff auto download when it releases.
0: Oh, I so do I too. Yeah. Put
1: it in a playlist. I hear and you listen to it at two, almost two and a half speed, which is how I can get through 10 podcasts in the morning. Um, Woo, with That's spotify crazy. it just it's 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 still chaos they haven't gotten their stuff organized enough to go like okay here's just the ones you listen to here's just the newest episodes
0: yeah that that is something i can't believe they haven't done yet but anyway you know i mean yes, we could I'm talk sorry. about no it's fine we could talk about <laughs> we could talk about that Their those problems for a while i mean come on it took them forever just just so we could get on it properly and not have yes. to like subscribe to it di- anyway anyway yeah
1: anyway anyway and other interesting big finish news this is really kind of exciting um arthur Darvall is going to be starring in his own series the lone centurion
0: this is gonna be awesome
1: <laughs> this is gonna be awesome like this is really cool there's already going to be volumes one and two
0: that's crazy um,
1: they are available to pre-order
0: I will not pre-order those right now, but (laughs) I can't go crazy on the podcast.
1: Yeah, well, that's okay. That's okay. Um, So Lone Centurion Volume 1 contains three stories, and do they have info on what
0: Volume uh, 2 has? Well, Volume 1 has three stories. The first one is called Gladiator. The second Mm. one is called The Unwilling Assassin, and the third one is called I, Rorius.
1: Oh, boy. Like I, Claudius. (laughs) <laughs> yes, this is great. Oh man, this is this is going to be neat.
0: Yeah, this should be a lot of fun. Especially, I mean, Darville in that character—very yeah. interesting. They don't yeah. have any information on the second one yet.
1: Okay, that's why I couldn't find it.
0: Great, that should be fun.
1: Oh yeah, we will have links to all of that in the show notes. By the way,
0: absolutely. All right, the time is at hand of the monster. The <laughs> time, the time monster. Starring John Pertwee as the doctor. Katie Manning as Joe Grant. Nicholas Courtney as the brig. John Levine as Sergeant Benton. (laughs) Um, Yep, we'll get to it. Roger Delgado as the master. And uh, Mark Boyle as uh, Kronos. Kronos. Kronos, I command you. I mean, Mark Boyle uh, or a giant bird Or, or a lady. Either way, uh, it was written by Robert uh, Sloman and directed by Paul Bernard. It first aired May 20th to June 24th. So we're basically in its anniversary area here in our release. Uh,
1: yeah, we sure are
0: in the middle of it. It was the fifth and fi- Oh, my goodness. Fifth and final story of season nine. That's how season nine. This is goat tier season now. That's how they said this is our ending season nine. Yep, with a with with a naked Sergeant Benton, <laughs> amazing.
1: You know what? I I will. You know what? I'm going to go out and I'm going to say it right now. End of season nine, better than the end of season twenty.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: That's our show tonight, folks. That's Thanks it. for joining. Me.
0: <laughs> That's it. Come on, this this was like it ends with all of them laughing. All right, we gotta get to some story notes from the five from, from the fine folks over at TARDIS Wikia, so take it away, Taylor. Uh,
1: well, this story marked the debut of the first redesign for the TARDIS console room, which was shared for both the third doctors and the masters respective TARDIS interiors. It featured heavy alterations to the original roundel design of the TARDIS interior set that had remained in use since the show started in 1963 and a new time rotor prop at least they gave the master a different one than the doctor had Mm -hmm. however the exaggerated salad bowl roundel design was subjected to criticism and suffered heavy damage during the filming break between season nine and ten in other words somebody came in and smashed the set i bet necessitating the disposal of the new set and the construction of a second redesign that would appear in the upcoming season.
0: I do love that it was it was uh, subjugated to criticism and then it broke. Yeah. Like it. someone hurt the set's feelings.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right.
0: It's very the, the, funny.
1: The set was heartbroken and fell apart.
0: Yes, we, we'll talk about the the TARDIS <laughs> interior here in a, in a little bit. Um During the Doctor's
1: vision, which comprises possibly the the most amazing 40 seconds oh of an opening God. of Doctor Who ever, um, <laughs> the volcano stock footage that we saw previously in the enemy of the world and saw previously than that in Inferno is yet again reused.
0: Love it. Hey, if you pay for it once, you can use it forever. I don't <laughs> think that's the exactly. rules. Uh, actually, I know for a fact that's not how it works. But um you know what? I don't know how the BBC rights and clearances work. So have at it, guys.
1: Yeah, gotta love that volcano footage. So funny. Um, oddly enough, this is maybe not oddly enough. maybe there's a reason for it. This is the only appearance of the washing up bowl interior for the TARDIS.
0: Gee, mm. yes. I wonder why. Yep.
1: No one will be admitted during the gripping washing up scene. Yes. Um, I did. Notice it when I was listening and watching the episode uh, today, but apparently one of the voices representing the doctor's subconscious thoughts—yep—is female. Oh yeah,
0: I caught on to that. That was uh, the first thing I noticed. I went, "Oh, we've got really—we have a female voice in there," and I think that is when did this come out? Seventy-two. Seventy-two. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Uh, I I loved it. I was like, "This is cool." There you go. See.
1: There's, there's some really cool out there stuff. Oh yeah. In this story. Uh, the destruction of, of Atlantis is further explained and shown in the story. The second doctor had visited Atlantis, visited Atlantis. My kid loves that movie. I should be able to say the name of this Atlantis <laughs> in its future and was told an historical account of its destruction based on what those residents believed of their past in the story of the underwater minutes Azal. Oh yes. Azal oh, wow. had indicated that a failed experiment of the daemons was at least in part responsible for its destruction. And I
0: believe the is master the is in both He is in this story and in he the is. daemons.
1: He is indeed. Uh, he absolutely is. Indeed. Hell, we got the master throwing horns in the daemons.
0: Yes. The best hail Satan. <laughs> <you go>. Indeed.
1: <laughs> um, and again, We have the Doctor's TARDIS and the Master's TARDIS, again, materializing inside one another, just like we later see in Legopolis. Yes. We don't get quite the same loop in Legopolis that we do in this story. but This
0: is like a Russian nesting doll of TARDISes.
1: It totally is. Somebody's probably made something like that, don't you think?
0: Oh, I hope so. Oh, my goodness. If if anyone has not done that that is listening, you have to do, like, of all the—could you imagine— just having yeah. like the smallest TARDIS would be the the original one, and then you could just do the different designs as you get. Oh my goodness, that'd be so great! <laughs> it has to have been done. If someone has not done it, I would be I would be shocked. Seriously,
1: Etsy, call me.
0: Yeah, Etsy, call... <laughs> the entire company calls you. <laughs> yes. What a phone bill! Um, oh. All right, so before we get into it, Taylor, you have a world famous synopsis. So take it away.
1: Indeed, indeed. The master is posing as a professor and working on a questionably named project. I mean, Tom tit did nobody question that? Uh, All in a veiled attempt to release an ancient god, Yeah, and rule over time itself. Can the Doctor, Joe, and unit, although moving very slowly, prevent the master's plan from coming to fruition? Well, it'll take an Atlantean effort. And remember, the owl-like beings are not what they seem.
0: No, they are not. And update on the Russian nesting dolls. People have done them with the doctor. Okay. Which is also very clever. Um, I do see a TARDIS one, but it just seems to be the same TARDIS over and over again.
1: Well, that is a loop I don't necessarily want to get stuck in, but okay.
0: And then also on the unfortunate uh, side, there are Big Bang Theory uh, Russian nesting dolls.
1: Oh, God.
0: Closing this window. All right. Yeah. Burn that window. The time monster. Here we go. Overall feelings, Taylor. What do you think?
1: Ah, uh, uh, oh my good gosh! This was literally just the bonkers fun that I needed right now.
0: Yeah, man. I I agree. This was a lot of fun. This was a this was a great decision. Um, I think uh, if somewhere in your notes you talked about part five being a little slow.
1: A little bit, yeah.
0: Kind of felt like a a filler episode, but I think. For me, uh, I I liked that episode mainly because we built the world we were in, and I mean we had some shade thrown, like very <laughs> s- very slyly. I believe it was, um, oh my goodness, what is his name? W- the guy with the with the eyeliner.
1: Oh God! Pretty much all the guys.
0: No, what's what that? is his name? Hipp oh, hip, Hippa Hippius. Sure. Whatever his name is, the guy with the long black hair. Where he just uh, goes to talk to uh, Galea, and he's like, oh, I once knew someone who, I must have mistaken them for you, my bad, and leaves. (laughs) So there was was some good, like, shade thrown in that episode. I, I enjoyed it. It wasn't like, I don't know if it was completely necessary, but... It kind of built the uh the background there a whole bit.
1: It, it did, it did. And I think after after basically four episodes set in nineteen seventies England, and we are suddenly completely like leaving that behind. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I think I was so used to it for those four episodes that going to the fifth episode, I'm like, well, why have we just got all this going on here? And but you are absolutely right. they they are basically having to use A big chunk of that episode to kind of do that that atlantean world building
0: yeah but i and the but the thing you know i can play counterpoint to that um they we were building that so we could build that relationship between the master and the queen Mm -hmm. but i mean and she kind of seemed like i'm bored of this guy but also (laughs) she did she didn't really seem at the end she was kind of like wait you did what you know so it yep. it was kind of she wasn't all in to begin with it seemed like so yeah it kind of felt like we did all that that building for not um but a and i really would have liked to see atlantis sink that would have been interesting right
1: that that would have been an interesting model yes <laughs> just to see them just like uh we're gonna yank it under the water yes <laughs>
0: All right. Um, oh, yeah. And we did have some models in this. We had the two TARDISes floating in space. That was fun.
1: Oh, my God. Where you can literally, when they come apart Yes, in space, after Joe thinks the Doctor is gone and, and, and the Master is, like, casting off the TARDIS. And, Joe, you could literally see the strings.
0: Yes. I'm everywhere, you Joe. You could
1: absolutely.
0: I'm everywhere and nowhere, Joe. <laughs> here are all my <laughs> thoughts. Um, so, we, right off the bat here... We gotta talk about this open because oh my god! You you messaged me earlier in the week and said the opening forty seconds of the Time Monster is insane.
1: It completely was,
0: and I can confirm it was absolutely insane. It it opens with I believe the Doctor lounging on a couch, and then a quick zoom to him. It's insane, and there's like lightning, and the Masters there, and the volcano, and
1: and he, a bunch of like forced zooms on like like everything I don't know, like Greek statue faces yes. or something. Yes, um, it it is it is like an absolute fever dream of a sequence.
0: Yeah, it's it's absolutely insane, um, and it's a lot of funny because he just like Joe wakes him up and he's like, bah! like what is happening? <laughs> yes. Oh man, um, and then I mean we are we are obviously in the 70s and i i noted this a lot as well um just a lot of lot of like go get me coffee and make me a sandwich and oh you're just a lady um yeah yes. it was very like oh boy but i will say that and i know it kind of sounds like i'm about to be like that was okay no i will say ruth uh, ruth ingram was <clears throat> taken nothing from nobody
1: no, no, she's she's a great character.
0: Yeah, I absolutely loved her. She was just like no nonsense the entire time. Um she had I believe his name was Stuart. Yes, Stuart Yeah, Yes, yeah, Stuart who was um he talked a big game, but he backed down quite literally every time she she had something to say. Um yeah, she was great. I really enjoyed Ruth. She was she was she was great in this. Um, yeah, but yeah, man, lot, lot of uh, yeah,
1: a lot of the the basic women's lib kind of reactionary thing because you've got Stewart being all like, like I could see him being, you know, the bloke down at the pub with the boys. Yes. Um, you, I mean, come on, he's basically like wearing almost an ascot for part of the episode. For, for part of the oh story. Oh my god!
0: Yeah, he is.
1: Um, you know, he's. He's kind of that swinging '70s guy, and you know, it just—it's—it's it's funny. It's funny looking at stuff through the lens of 2020. It just—it's, you know, it's—it's it's all that. Hey, come on, I'm—I'm I'm making a joke, kind of stuff, and and you know, Ruth is just like, uh, no, uh, yeah, yeah, not having it. No, having it. they're both working for the master, who yeah. is professor like that that's that's oh yeah has
0: such a good it's such a good fake name yeah. um prof- yeah, professor yeah professor uh Th- thakalas t-h-a-s-c-a-o no Thes-calus. l-o-o-s yeah thaskalas and it means master and i believe in 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 greek in greek yeah yeah i can't believe i didn't see it joe
1: <laughs> you do a very very entertaining third doctor i will i will tell you that don't try to give me to do joking because i can't
0: no i won't <laughs> i couldn't either um but yeah i mean uh, the like we said i mean we got the fever dream there's a lot of crazy stuff but i don't think anything in this episode is as crazy as every time chronos comes on the screen
1: oh my god i love it of it so much it is
0: so so Kronos The and this is you know the master's big scheme he has a crystal he's trying to harness the power of Kronos, who can control time and all that good stuff um can turn young people old um can turn regular f- middle-aged guys into babies um so so chronos K- is an owl uh, i this was such a weird and i don't you know i didn't really spend time looking up the mythos at all but um it is that a is that a known thing that it was that Kronos was represented by a bird or
1: i you know i really didn't look up necessarily the history of it i did excuse me i did look Kronos up on tardis wikia okay um mostly to see if if we get uh any more chronos <laughs> um but Kronos was at least insofar as Dr. Who lore is considered a, um, an offspring of Poseidon and an eternal. Yes. Um, as for the whole like owl bird motif, I don't know, but it is damned entertaining.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at it right now and in, in it's, um, Kronos was the son of, uh, Uranus and Gaia. So not not the same. And I just, you know, tried to do a quick search of bird with Kronos and nothing came up. Oh boy. Okay, fair. So I mean, this costume is absolutely insane. It is all white. Um, it is just a man standing in a green screen flapping his wings. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's nuts. And also I've not hooing like an owl, but cawing no. like it's, it's god,
1: almost screeching
0: screeching and cawing it's it's very very crazy um and i mean the master can seemingly control chronos kind of at the end it's yeah. like wait no you couldn't um i guess if you just put chronos behind um an office door you can trap <laughs> trap the uh the That's god right. there, apparently
1: that's right. The the absolute like god of time can be stopped by a door. an office door with the Luford window.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: <laughs>
0: um, I'm try- Like every time Kronos came on screen, I was like, "What is happening? This is so crazy!" It's
1: yeah, it's really bonkers. I mean, it's funny because I feel like the Time Monster as a story is really kind of polarizing. People either kind of love it or hate it. There's no middle ground. Yeah. But I am firmly in the love it camp,
0: oh, you know what? Speaking of that, were there any alternate titles to this? No, that's None so of crazy
1: with I know
0: that's so crazy yeah. to me
1: if they were they are lost to the corridors of time,,
0: mm. they were sent off, and they were not returned, and the b b c didn't check yeah, basically basically um, but yeah cro one of the crazier um i get I don't want to say villains, I guess the the um um what is the word the device of the villain one of the more crazier devices of a that a villain uses um and at one point absorbs the doctor into i guess just everywhere i it's just so crazy and then at the end they're saved because the the doctor's like well i guess we're gonna die and the master's like yeah and he says i'll do it and he's like yeah i bet you will that's basically the ending and then he he pauses he goes why'd you stop and he goes uh you know just to give you one more chance and then everything (laughs) explodes and then we're teleported to this man this was very 70s now that i'm like thinking about it
1: oh yeah this is like border of reality
0: yeah and we're teleported to this place with a giant giant woman face who we find out is actually Kronos.
1: Because, hey, Kronos, Kronos can be whatever Kronos wants to be. And I will support Kronos' life choices for that.
0: I will, too. The bird, though, I don't know. That's kind of crazy.
1: Uh, I, I love the craziness. <laughs> that's
0: It's absolutely that's, that's nuts. That's
1: like my chaotic side coming out.
0: Absolutely nuts. Um, Cronus,
1: the thing is, Kronos is also, uh, and I, I believe the doctor refers to him as a chronivore. Oh. And I went, and I went wait a second, wait just a second were at the Cronovores in Father's Day? And I went, my God, did Paul Cornell make a time monster reference in Father's Day? And I had to go run and look it up, which didn't involve any running because I was already here on my computer. Um, and no, those were those were Reapers, but apparently chronovores do appear in his Virgin New Adventure book, No Future.
0: Interesting. I'm also
1: bought one and had him sign.
0: Oh, great. I'm also looking at I've just looked up Chronivore, which is also just a great name, a time an eater of time. that's great. Yes, I love that. Uh, and we've got some better pictures of Chronos here and the costuming I mean, I know they were trying to go for Trippy, but I'm looking at the costume right here. It looks great. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a bummer that you know it, they they're like, we need more effects. Give us more effects. Also, someone dressed up at in two thousand nine at Chicago Tardis at the Masquerade there as the Kronobor. Nice. Any Excellent. anyway, uh, we are t- you know we're talking about the glory that is Kronos, but we have to talk about the glory that is the Master, who God. is just Roger Delgado. We all know, we all know, but I just oh I God. think we have to highlight how he has. Some insane lines in this. And I don't know if it's just I've never noticed his bantery lines that he has with people. I be, What does he say? He says, you're an interfering dolt person to one to, I believe, Stewart. You're, Probably. you're an interfering dolt person. Um, and he also has one of my favorite lines when someone says, oh, can the TARDIS be destroyed? And he says, no, it can't be destroyed, but people can. And I'm like, oh, my God, uh, uh, the master. Yeah, he well, what, what's that? He calls in a is it a B2 bomber?
1: No, 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 no. It's 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 a V.
0: Oh, a V. V2 rocket
1: from World War Two.
0: Dang. There's he that, just drops that. it, which is yeah. he drops it onto it. But seemingly no one dies, which I think is kind of weird.
1: Yeah, that is a little odd. Um, I know it's, it's Doctor the-
0: Who. I know it's a family show, but you just dropped a rocket that you you before mentioned destroyed most of london during world war 2 well
1: and that's funny because the local is standing there after that and it's like oh that's so funny i remember in like 41 a bomb landed like right in the same spot because that was the bomb that the master just pulled through time yes to land right there i also
0: i also noticed that and i thought that was a very interesting kind of subtle uh, way to how he was pulling those things into that exact spot, it's because they were already there at a different time. Yep. I really loved that. I thought that was a very cool um device that they used in this.
1: Now if you want to talk about other great lines of the master, um right at the beginning of episode three, um, he's talking with Crasis.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. right,
1: right. <laughs> and he... <laughs> um he literally says and i i just i feel like it needs the swell of music from the cartoon behind it and together we should become masters of the universe
0: <laughs> yes absolutely By the
1: power of chronos
0: chronos come to I me
1: have the power uh
0: he also says at the end when when joe's just like what He's like, oh, what should, what should I do to you? He has a he has a lot of great like one on one scenes. He has a great one with Joe where she's just like, I don't care, just kill me, get it over with already. I don't. Yeah, yeah. Um, but before he's like, what should what should I do with you? You're an embarrassment to me. <laughs> Which it's just like you're not really involved with anything she's doing. You know, and it,
1: it it's it's kind of funny, not ha ha funny, but just something I noticed is that Joe actually talks herself down a lot yeah this story and i'm like no joe don't do that
0: but there she does have she does have moments where um the doctor's like all right joe i'm gonna go i can't now i'm just trying to. he's <laughs> like all right all right joe i'm gonna go into the tardis and uh after the bomb is dropped on it it's just kind of in that little like ditch or whatever and she goes yep i'm coming too and he goes i can't say anything to change your mind and she says nope and he goes all right let's go
1: yeah see there there is that too but yeah just like she's like referring to herself as being exceedingly dim and it's like no 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 no. yeah say that. and i
0: mean there's also another part of um where i think he it's right after she says like i want i want to go with you um and they're in the tardis and she he says something about you know he's just like once again like it's dangerous whatever and she says she basically says i don't care what might happen this is my job and the doctor's yeah. like, he he salutes her. I was like, yeah, this is great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so like, I don't yeah, care. I'm in this it. to win it. Let's go. Yep. So yep. yeah, yep. while there are, you know, the moments of her self-doubting and self-deprecating there, there are also the moments where she puts her foot down and um, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's great. It totally is. I just, it's like, you know, I know, I know the character that Joe has, so I don't, I don't, want to see her talk herself down right i mean we all do it sometimes but at the same time it's like i thrive for those those times where you know we we get that that positive interaction where yeah she puts her foot down and three just goes right along with it
0: yes yes absolutely i I will also say just another thing that the master does during this is he he makes there's some back masking in doctor who which also if you didn't know it's this just makes it an even better show than it already was. <laughs> I really love that when he has the has the doctor talking backwards. Yes, good stuff.
1: That was hilarious.
0: And he's also throwing down with Benton. I love. He just yeah. he just throws Benton to the floor. Yeah. Oh man, it was great, Sergeant Benton, the very man,
1: the very man indeed.
0: We'll get to Ben here in a little bit.
1: <laughs> we will. But
0: Delgado is great in this. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, um,
1: Delgado is just amazing. He is absolutely. I think still my. I think still my favorite master.
0: Yeah, I. You know, I would have to. Um, I'd have to revisit that. I. I would. I wouldn't feel bad saying that because I think that's pro- that's probably true. He's he's mm. especially after this. He is just very on a mission. Uh, putting everyone down yeah. throw, quite literally throwing people to the ground it's great it's good stuff dropping bombs on people um yeah um, so what do we think we mentioned it a little earlier it only i guess it only made its appearance in this because um it could not handle the criticism and it just self destructed the set of of the new tardis i um i yeah I'm not like i don't hate it it just it looks very strange it looks like they took a bunch of like big salad mixing bowls and put them on the uh on the tardis interior there i do kind of like the console though
1: um i, I like the console too Lime it, green not yeah it's it's got that kind of hospital green yes color to it um i i don't really think it's changed quite all that much or maybe the roundels have just changed so much that I don't feel right like the console has changed all that much but yes this is you know the roundels are just that bright white shiny you know modern 70s you know this is this is almost literally one step away from Carnival of Monsters level um of just look and feel they they they, it feels very plasticky yes you know and and the TARDIS itself while admittedly a set flimsy at times I'm sure never really had that plasticky feel to it this is like you know this is like an early like budget Ikea (laughs) set (laughs) I don't know what else
0: to call it I mean yeah I yeah I I agree the and it almost looks like the door, the color of the the middle of the, them is different from the side. Mm-hmm. It just feels very, like, incomplete. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Um,
1: you know what? It's fine for a story, but I, I think for the most part, the criticism is warranted.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, so we're dealing with time here with, with Kronos, and there is... So there not only is there slow motion, which what did, how did you feel about the slow motion in this?
1: You know, it, um, I think it was used very interestingly. Yes. There there were times where I was like, okay, now this is slowing down too. Here's another thing. But then there was other stuff where like, I thought they made really good use of it. Like there was one point where I think it was a unit soldier was running toward, uh where the master's office and stuff was uh-huh. so running toward the time disturbance right so they were slowing down yes but, but the doctor was outside of it and so there's this there's this angle where you're really close to the soldier and he's going slowly but then you see the doctor running at normal speed up behind him yeah
0: that was very well done which i, like I thought
1: that. was really well done i was like wow I w- okay cool you know um they they're they're establishing rules and they're following rules uh when it comes to this so there was stuff that i loved and and yeah i mean other times it almost just got a little silly yeah this whole story's kind of silly
0: uh i mean yes they did do the slow-mo too but they also did the speed up with uh bessie which i thought was absolutely hilarious and i love i love what joe's like how am i not flying through the (laughs) windshield yes like well joe sci-fi um and then i also loved when the when bessie was uh going around i believe it was the briggs unit uh truck it was just like the the speed difference was very it, it was very uh apparent they did a very good job with that as well but speaking of unit vehicles uh we mentioned um the master calling in uh different um, things from different points in time, and it, one of the things he calls in is a as ju- a jouster. Yes. Um, this scene, I messaged Taylor, and I, I, cause I went, there's no way this is practical. Uh, it very much was. Um, there's a ma- a knight with a with the jousting pole, dry. Uh, you know, riding towards unit vehicles. Um, and. I would love to see the behind the scenes of this scene because this to me is, out of everything, the most bonkers thing. Because that horse, um, those guys in those vehicles had to time that. They they timed that to the last second to dive out of the way. It was crazy. And I suggest, I think that was episode three? Uh yes, I believe yes, it was episode it was. three. If there's anything you go and watch, I mean, I I'll just say I recommend this. I mean, everyone should go watch this. I thought it was fun. Um, but if there's one thing you watch, go to episode three and watch this guy on a horse ride towards vehicles that are driving towards him. It's nuts. It's absolutely crazy. I watched it like yeah. six six times. Yeah, absolutely crazy. So um what else do we got here thoughts on on if the time monster influenced the doctor's wife yeah there's a lot of references to telepathic circuits uh the there's tardis a
1: lot of the doctor referring to the tardis as a she which i i you know i know there's been some old girls here and there but it just it felt like more
0: yes and it, it almost felt like more more of a the tardis as a living being um in this one i mean i could see the the influences on the doctor's wife i could see that for sure i'm Mm -hmm. sure uh neil gaiman found um a lot of points in 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 time of classic who where he could reference um but yeah i could see this being a main influence for sure
1: i mean personally i looked at the notes for the doctor's wife on on tardis wicket just to see if anything was explicitly mentioned in terms of oh yeah and you know this was pulled from here and that there wasn't so i you know could be totally wrong but it just was one of those things where you know all those references the doctor was making kind of stood out to me and i was like hmm i wonder
0: i i could definitely definitely see that um being an influence uh there is we're gonna get to some last words here um anything we want to talk about before we go to our um because i we have we have two segments and I'm, I was, I was hoping I had fingers crossed for the Duggan scale and then something happened <laughs> and I went, yes, putting it in there. I think one thing that I really need to mention is I don't know if I've ever noticed this before, but, oh, there's two things I want to mention. I don't know if, there's ever, if I've ever really noticed this before, but at all times, Brigadier Left Bridge Stewart just seems with completely done with everything that is happening around him yes and i don't know why i haven't noticed it until episode 194 of our podcast um but he if you just scroll down taylor and Mm -hmm. look at the picture i i took under my brig notes (laughs) um everyone is everyone is just having a grand old time just smiling at the doctor's i believe he called it, he it was like a homemade jammer um, you're
1: basically out of like a bottle of wine and some tea and a cork and who yes, knows what else what
0: else and and the brig is just like can we go get the master now please <laughs> he just yeah. has his arms folded he like the the sass throughout this story was absolutely amazing
1: oh yeah it was delightful
0: Oh, I loved it. Um, there's another thing. Uh, costume wise, I wanted to talk about Joe's costume chains when they go to Atlantis.
1: Oh, yes.
0: She refers to her dress as groovy. A groovy <laughs> dress groovy. It was very cool. I, I thought it, it was, was a very nice design. It was it was yeah. definitely it was a huge change for for uh, her. I, I when she came out, I went, who is this? <laughs>
1: the hair especially yes because it seems like everybody in atlantis has the same kind of hair and and granted joe's got a pretty crazy outfit yes the story with with the uh the yellow go-go boots yes uh and the and the mini skirt and everything um but yeah the the getting her in the atlantean get up uh was was yeah quite the change
0: all right taylor there's one other thing that i have to mention and I don't know if it's just me, but if you would just scroll down oh, to the mis- uh, to the miscellaneous part of <laughs> my notes. Oh, they yes. They zoomed in on What is this device?
1: Uh, this is basically like the um Oh, I forget exactly what they call it. I know that uh, um Joe refers to it as a Tardis sniffer outer.
0: Yes. So
1: um but it it basically it's it's a time sensor
0: right um so they so the the fine folks uh at the doctor who production team made this yes okay this isn't a real this isn't a real thing no because it looks kind of uh well
1: yeah i could see it
0: (laughs) they did an extreme close-up of this and i went wait a minute come on and it's i don't know if it's not it yes i don't know if it's just my mind went there but i mean they <laughs> zoomed in and stuck on this shot <laughs> and i went come on really this is what they came up with and no it made it past it's very funny if you guys it, it if you is. guys want i think maybe we'll tweet out the picture i don't know uh, sure. yeah why not it's it's pretty i went okay guys
1: maybe maybe maybe, we'll, maybe this will be our maybe this will be our new thing. We could do a poll a week and be like, what do you think guys? Did they meet, did the, did, did the they mean for this to look slightly phallic?
0: Yes. <laughs> they had to have,
1: I, I, I would, I don't know if I'd say I'd hope so, but
0: no, I mean, I don't hope so, but they probably I would did. <laughs> they probably yeah, did.
1: The funny. The funny thing with this prop is that there's a point where Joe is holding it and it's obviously reacting and then you can literally see her finger let go of the trigger. And she goes, oh, it stopped. <laughs> That's funny. So obviously, you know, here it is. It's a prop here. You're supposed to be able to turn it on, right? So it does the right thing at the right time. But yeah. it's very, very clearly you can just see her finger cut off the trigger.
0: Oh, my goodness. Yes. Oh. All right. Do you have any, any final thoughts?
1: Oh, my gosh. Yes, I absolutely do because we have not talked – Oh. about baby benton yes i but just scrolled
0: past talk, baby benton
1: before we talk about baby benton the music
0: yes dude okay what in the world <laughs> this music was was bonkers they were really yeah. just digging into the uh into the the old archive there um the There's we something. done it music in part one yep. was ridiculous yep.
1: yep the bessie driving music bessie driving music hilarious. yes hilarious
0: I noticed they were wow. using a lot of music throughout, but for me the we done it music in part one was it's absolutely fast. insane.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It absolutely will. I I'd also like to say that um the master has a smartwatch. Look at that.
0: Yeah, he does. <laughs> wow. Nineteen seventy two. Good job. Yep. Wow. But yes, I think before we get to the Dug Scale and behind the behind the uh the couch, we have to talk about this ending don't we because this is absolutely insane the more i think about it i go this is crazy so at one point um benton is turned into a baby and yes um, some
1: sort of effect from the tom tit machine yes i don't feel like i should say this on a podcast no which
0: is also funny because i believe (laughs) the director is like come on man tom tit what are you talking about this is this is not true
1: and not only that, but, but the Tom Tit created a gap. I'm like, wait a second. No no no. There's there is some veiled, veiled I mean, like, devil entendres in this story.
0: I mean there have to be. There have to I mean there are a lot of connections here, especially with the uh, TARDIS detector device here. Oh. Come on. Yeah. Come on now. But anyway, uh so um Benton is turned into a baby, he's being cared for by uh, the newly uh, young, again, Stuart and yes. Ruth. Um, I, Oh, <laughs> when Stuart, when the doctor's like, come on, man, tell me, what what did you see? I thought he killed Stuart. Oh, yeah, I,
1: I completely thought he did, too. He was pushing him really hard to, to
0: tell him what uh, he saw. And then he, yeah. he went and fell over. I went, oh, my God, he just killed this dude. I totally thought he was dead, but he did not. So they're caring for 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 Lowell Benton. And um, they're trying to figure because every, all of Unit is still frozen outside. Yes, and they figure it out. Everyone's back from their their respective adventures. Um, they the unfreeze time. Great, yes, the master is. Uh, he's in the wind again, and everyone is in th- in this console room, not the TARDIS console, just a different one, and oh everyone's unfrozen this is great wait a minute what about the baby um and sergeant benton <laughs> rises from from the bottom of the screen appears into frame uh topless um basically just suggesting that he's totally naked yep. and he goes would anyone mind telling me what's going on and everyone goes "Ha, ha, ha, ha laughs and that's how it ends
1: yep freeze frame everybody jumps
0: yes everyone jumped except for benton because this is a family show um
1: oh, don't jump in
0: yes um but i mean you we said it this was the end of season nine and that's how they ended it on a a naked benton
1: literally yeah also ends with naked benton
0: yes also um i will say that john levine super nice man he was the first guy i met at a gallifrey
1: yeah, I remember you telling that story. Yeah, yeah he
0: was just walking around, and he, he was like, because he could tell we didn't know who he was, and he's like, oh, I played Sergeant Benton in this, and we were like, oh, that's great, and he was very nice, and uh, yeah, I'm the, I will always remember that. That was my very first uh, um, Gallifrey, I believe. Anyway, that's awesome. so um, we do have some business to take care of before we get out of here, and clearly I was very excited when... Something happened, and here we go. I've
1: got all the machinery I need. Stand back. It's time, time for the Duggan scale, 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 scale.
0: Taylor, I was, I was sad because I didn't think anything would happen that would get on the Duggan scale this week. Six, mm-hmm. e- six episodes, and nothing was going to make it. And then the, the, uh, the Minotaur showed up, as, as the Doctor called it, the Minotaur. I went, what? Yes minotaur no i know it's minotaur the the al, al, aluminium i mean come on aluminium uh, yes the 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 minotaur shows up uh we get the whole backstory of the minotaur how he's how he's this guy and he wanted power and then Kronos was like oh, okay you have a you have a bullhead now um and he charges the doctor first of all has a red cape and he is uh, bullfighting the Minotaur, mm-hmm. and the Minotaur then charges through a solid brick wall, uh, revealing where the crystal of Kronos is—the true crystal. Yeah. Um. And the Minotaur ultimately kills himself <laughs> by doing so. Yeah. My question to you, Taylor, is: What are we given this on the Duggan scale? <laughs>
1: oh lord i i don't know i mean i was impressed enough if it was just the minotaur rasslins yes um but then we get a complete bullfighting sequence
0: (laughs) yes another bonkers addition to this story
1: oh yes and then we get him go full-on kool-aid man yes through the wall oh yeah um i think the only downer here is that he's dead at the he, end
0: yes he dies he that's how um, hard he he hit that wall and went through it
1: man i mean just for the the sheer craziness of it uh, uh the length of it right this yeah. is this is not just a punch and it's done this is an entire sequence yes um, i i think i at least have to go eight
0: yeah, I would probably go um, eight, eight and a half, yeah, eight and a half, nine. It's up there for sure. I mean the 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 being sacrificed its life to explode a wall. Um, yeah. I mean it's got to be pretty high up there. That was insane. I couldn't. It was like, he busted through the wall, and then the doctor's like, he's dead, Joe. I was like, Jeez. what? But it kind of sounded like the uh, the guy who was originally the Minotaur. As soon as he got the power of the Minotaur, was like, "I kind of want to die now." Mm-hmm. That is at least what the mythos sounded like when it was told to us. dug and Scale, always great. Definitely. All right. One more button.
1: Gathering close. It's time for the behind the coasts. <laughs>
0: All right, Taylor, the 70s are in full effect. We got some fever dreams here. We got a all white crazy bird thing. <laughs> what are we thinking here?
1: Honestly, I it, it it's a great story. It's got really for the most part, really good pacing.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, you
1: know, we've got Atlantis and and lately my kid's kind of been into Atlantis. Um he he just might be like, "I don't Kid why they don't look like the people in that disney movie dad uh <laughs> you know the story itself is kind of fascinating a little crazy it it would probably be a fun watch
0: i agree and i mean just overall yeah i i i thought this was a really uh really fun six-parter it told basically like a bunch of stories and it didn't feel like anything got too insane it, it besides you know the content uh you know the fever dream the chronos and Minotaur and you know yep. all the slow motion stuff, but it didn't feel like anything really drugged too too far out. it was it was good stuff. I really enjoyed it
1: yeah this this really like I said, I know that this episode is polarizing for some people there's there doesn't seem to be a lot of middle ground, maybe there is, and I just haven't met it yet <laughs> mm. um, but i I freaking love this episode. This was fun. this was just the crazy adventure I needed in life right now.
0: Absolutely. So, next time, it's my choice. And Taylor, did did you know, I told you at the beginning of this episode, I had a little uh, tidbit here. Did you know, Taylor, it's been a little over two years since we've reviewed an 11th Doctor story? Oh,
1: shut up. Has it been that long?
0: Yes, and I mean, technically, it's also been as long for... The 10th Doctor, if you do not count our, our re-recordings.
1: Mm, fair.
0: But it has been two years.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Wow. It's 2018, I believe the 11th hour was the last thing we watched. Because that's smoke. when we were going through all the first Doctor stories. Okay. So we have to rectify that because, as we know, Matt Smith is my one of my favorite Doctors. It, you know, he's my favorite Doctor. We know that. Um so next time we're going to be watching Victory of the Daleks. Nice. Starring Matt Smith as the Doctor, Karen Gillan as Amelia Pond and Ian McNice as Churchill in a great amazing performance. Yeah. Uh it was written by Mark Gatiss and directed by Andrew Gunn with two ends. That's what we'll be doing uh we'll be doing next week. I'm excited. It's it's been a while since we we've done a cool. uh more current well you know besides 13 but
1: yeah I've got to make sure I've got a copy
0: of this oh if you don't don't worry I'll I'll figure it out oh okay, I can watch wow. I can watch this on um on HBO I can watch mm-hmm. it in high def. Wow amazing anyway instead of subscribing to
1: another thing I'd still rather just buy the physical media.
0: Fair fair I actually didn't have to describe <laughs> um describe <laughs> I didn't have to describe HBO to you because it's the home box office and you don't know no. Um my my parents have a, a sub a subscription, so I just don't. use that. Fair. Fair. Anyway. Uh you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter.
1: At Blue box UFO.
0: Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. And just search Podcastica. Look for the I believe it is us. I think it also Spotify takes our current picture that we use for SoundCloud. each episode, I think. Yes. But either way, look for Podcast Just look for some Doctor Who related things on Spotify and you'll find us there. Yep. Rate and review us as well. Uh, Soundcloud.com slash the NOTLG, NOTLG.com as well um notlg.spreadshirt.com and patreon.com slash notlg uh but the the mission statement remains the same I, we we talked about it a little earlier we know a lot of things are reopening but people are not being smart about it so let's just continue to support our friends who are artists uh any way we can let's just do that yeah um, and that's it for us this week. Join us again next week. Victory of the Daleks, and we will talk to you guys then. See ya. Yeah. So I'm hitting record. I'm just gonna check some stuff here. Well, oh, clear,
1: clearly, yeah, that excellent. is
0: that is not the uh, you. That is funny because that is the excellent button. Oh. Ah, <laughs> that's hilarious. All right, um, that should be better. Excellent.
1: There we are.